You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. Hello, Michael. Andre, how are you feeling today? Uh, full disclosure, this is a three podcast recording session and usually when we get to podcast number three it's when things get a little greasy yeah we go a little off the rails and we've had too much to drink i've got my spittoon here though which thankfully i got you to grab in the last podcast when we did we just wrapped up our last stump the chump and there's a good chance that this episode's going to come out before that stump the chump comes out so in case anyone is wondering we recorded a stump the chump with dave from featherstone dave johnson yep the 2019 Ontario Wine Awards Winemaker of the Year. Yeah, actually, and he, and he, and he, he actually held on to that, that crown a little longer than, than most. Oh, you're still reigning champ. I don't think no, Tony's no. the winner for 2021 yet. No, 2021 is uh, uh, Dave... Um, Get out, you know this. No, not uh, Dave Shepard, right? Oh. Didn't he win 2021 or 2020? You know what? There's a good chance that that... Filled that out. What was that? Phil Dowell. Phil Dowell won... 2020. Oh, okay. Late in the season. Yeah, he late in the season, so he took over, and now Dave Shepard is... This is, is, this is now what happens when I leave my job at the radio station where I did most of my wine emails, is I've lost I've lost 10 years of emails well, losing my what, Bell Media it, so email Philip, account. Philip Dowell won uh, for 2020, t- took your crown, and I think... And, I'm, and I really am sorry, Dave. I think it's... it's um, Andre's and my fault that you lost that because we put on the podcast that you will now be the 19 and 20 and be the only guy who reigned for two years. And then literally a month later, he announced a winemaker of the year. And I was like, damn it, we shouldn't have said a thing and let Dave go through it. So what we're going to do here is I think something that is kind of necessary by consumer demand. Um, last summer we talked a little bit about celebrity wines. We've kind of had our fingers on the pulse of what's going on with celebrity wines because it seems like the biggest trend in winemaking right now is celebrity it, wine. And everybody I, seems to be putting their name on it. Well, and, and I even you're putting your name on a wine. I'm not a celebrity though. Actually, my name's not on the wine. No, it's not. Oh, uh, I thought it was the pig part, but that's okay. Go ahead. Well, no comment to that. <laughs> um, I, I'm of two minds of it. Like I'm, I'm understanding. Wine isn't just about making really good juice and putting it in a bottle. You need to have a plan to sell it. Yeah. And I, I think for a lot of wine, like I'm, I, I mean, even for ADX this summer, we had an opportunity to partner with Enoteca Social. They asked for a custom label. We put it together for them. And now we have a custom label. The restaurant's proud to have their name represented on a bottle of wine made by a winery in Niagara that they think is, is good. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Dave, I'm sure if, uh, I don't know, if Tom Cochran called you up and said, I'm thinking about putting life, my name life on Life is a highway wine, would you? Would you? Is, is, that a, is that a conversation you would have, or is, do you have strong feelings about celebrity wines? Sorry to put you on the spot. It's unimaginable, Mr. Cochran would call, but... Um, but let's just say I, he I did. I can't imagine... Um, or a Red, ra- red Rider Red? Oh, shut up, Michael. It's on and oh. on, doesn't yep. uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to... I would... No, no, I, I don't. Or a white hot I don't white. Get it in that sense, I guess. I don't support it. I don't. I don't, I don't follow it. Okay, um, but 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 he could he could have celebrityness. Um, is just that it's like Gretzky or you know. Well, Tom Cochran, if you are listening, I'm I'm just I'm throwing these right out there. There's a white hot white. There's a red rider red. There's a life is a highway blend. 
Uh, it's just waiting for you. Just Sinking waiting. like a sunset late harvest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Well, maybe another question. Or rosé. Right? I, I, the sun I, I, turns into that pink color. I, 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 I respect brand, brand integrity. I think that's, that's important. Cause that, that is also a cornerstone of successful marketing is authenticity in what it is you're, you're selling. I think anyone can create a trend, I mean, with the right formula. It's, it's whether or not something's going to stick. Would there be maybe a certain celebrity that you have a connection with that if the phone call came, you would really think about it? I know I pulled Tom Cochran out of my ass, but like... Right, no, fair enough. No, no, I, I, no, no it doesn't matter. No, I, no, I guess. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I... So we can't even give you a plug for any celebrity you'd really no. like to. Pamela Anderson phones up and she's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would, she works crush. Uh, um, <laughs> and, that, and actually, that's... <laughs> stop. <laughs> um, that, they would have to... What do, he meant by that. They would have to do that. Awesome. We're not oh. just... Awesome. You know, to sell a name, I think, is surely the public is... Anyway. You know, you know what? Work, Actually, I think, I, I, think, I think you hit on the other side of, of, of one of the many things about Celebrity One. I think you and I have unpacked. Um, and and I, I just want to finish my point before, before you jump in. Is I think it's one thing to slap your name and picture on a bottle. It's another thing to actually be involved. And the thing is, I've really enjoyed navigating the minefield of Celebrity Wines. Like Miraval, Miraval, the, the uh, Provence Rosé, has been pretty consistently good year in and year out, and Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie's name are nowhere on the bottle. The Zed Alexander Brown Cab Sauv from California, very decent, affordable Cab Sauv. Has I would never... disagree with the decent, but okay. Well, it hasn't been as good. The first vintage was Knock Your Socks Off Good, then it yeah, yeah, slipped then, off. Yeah, you've got, you've got your fans who are going to continue to buy it. it. But, but you've got and Zach Brown. A lot of people don't. Zach Brown, country singer. But a lot of people don't did... recognize vintage variation or that they've they've turned the wine into... But, but, but it's the level of involvement that's necessary. You and I have talked to... We were trying to get an interview with Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm going to keep... Trying to win the next vintage. I, I understand her involvement is she tastes the wine. She blends it too <laughs> and, they, and helps them blend. Yes, yes, that's what her. Yes. So not involved in the crushing, but at least at least has put well, one butt to. cheek into it. You know, like has half an ass in in it. Like I don't know what Snoop Dogg does with his wines or what any any kind of uh, involvement he has, but I can't believe that he's smoking a blunt and drinking but I mean, that's red. It. But it's also it's also a, 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 an exercise in branding makes making sense. So I think the issue we're dealing with right now is millennials are drinking less wine. And what a lot of brands are doing are trying to find ways to get millennials to drink more wine. So Snoop Dogg, that is like peak millennial. That is, that is you grew up listening to Snoop Dogg if you were born 1980 to 1990, going on from there. But the 19 Cribes Snoop Dogg Red was undrinkable. It was, it was a hard drink. And I asked for it for my rosé report. And they, they said, well, they didn't say anything. They never even got back to me. So never sent. It was probably a sweet wine as well. So surely it depends Don't call me Shirley. whether... The celebrity is approached, hey, can we do this for you, with you, to help promote a product? Or the celebrity approaches the winery and says, hey, I, I'd like to do this. Yeah. I'd like to know that. Which like way, I said, which me too. That you know, like Dwayne Wade like, came over the wine. I, was, I understand they're very I good. I but... Snoop Dogg turns down 10 offers a day for some product somewhere doing something, right? I mean, just... So why did he choose wine? I guess that, that would be the... And, and again, we... Uh, 
you oh, know. no one can see me. I'm rubbing my my thumb and forefingers together, making the well the, the money sign. But I, I don't I don't understand why you would why he would do that when you could you know do you could sell blunts very easily or any. Kind and I think of, he, he has. I think his name is connected to oh, okay. a marijuana brand. Oh, okay, so then there or you go. Brand, but where does sorry. the you know? I, and I'm sure you get a sparkling something or a, 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 a spirit. With his name on it, a lot easier than a, a red wine. Well, gin so and juice. Come on, a Snoop Dogg gin. It's in the song Correct. name. I got like, it. Like, so what brings us to this topic is that we are sitting with two bottles of Mary J. Blige wine, Sun Goddess, and and I, I know we we've, we've just sort of gone on the things we don't like about celebrity wines, but we've also said like there are celebrity wines that we really enjoy. I know. Um, Sass Jordan did some stuff with Vineland that was very tasty. Was it the best stuff that Brian and that Brian has ever made out of Vineland? No, but it was very tasty and definitely served a purpose. Um, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, as we said, has made a really great, really great wine. The Zed Alexander Brown, the first vintage was good. I'm trying to think who else we have good for celebrity celebrity. There's wines. very few good celebrity wine. Miravel, once again. But again, it's oh, not, it's, um, it's it's tied to, but you don't see the name. And and what we're talking Jay-Z, about, celebrity Jay-Z wine. Z and Ace of Spades. Our man de, de, de Brignac. I, I mean, you and I have had a chance to taste that on the tasting panel at Vintages more than once. It's um, but Ace of, Ace of Spades. It's not it's not affordable. Like it's a, a two hundred and fifty dollar bottle of champagne, but it's it's very good. They've clearly invested a lot in the packaging. And someone showed up at my house with a bottle of that. I would not be disappointed. So what we, what we are going to try, and, and Dave has, uh, has oh, wow. graciously asked to, uh, no, we asked, oh, wow, we asked him uh, to sit in on this to get a winemaker's point of view. These are made in, well, this one anyway, is uh, Friuli, and it's a Sauv Blanc. Um, so here we go. Cough medicine. <laughs> so you, you get cough medicine. I'm getting passion fruit. But I find there's a fine line between cough medicine and passion fruit. Although I get, I, I get both. I also get, uh, I guess I got that, that green, green grass at home, right? That's also like there, gosh. right? Like that's pure, freshly oh, cut lawn. I should have swirled it half an hour. Oh, that really opens up, for sure. Yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't mind that. I think it's lacking a bit of concentration. Like it's a little, um, it's a little flat on the mid palate, but. And, and it's made by, um, Fantanel. Fantanel. Okay. I almost drank from my spittoon. Probably would have. Probably <laughs> Podcast would have number three. Good. Can you pass me the bottle, please? And um, I, yeah, do like gonna, the, I do like, like the. I do like the. It okay. looks like it's got a record on the front. Obviously, it's her with that um, that that large headdress. I guess. If you didn't know, this was Solby, Solby. Would you? Would I pick it out? Yeah. Yeah, the grassiness. The yeah. grassiness tells me that it's that it's so blanc. I wouldn't have been able to tell you where it's from. I think, I I think, think it, it smells like California or Chile. It, it smells like Chilean Sauvignon Blanc. When Chilean Sauvignon Blanc isn't trying to be New Zealand. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a little grapefruit in there. It's interesting. So blanc always has the same characteristics um, from anywhere. And that's what makes you know the variety easy to, to pick out for most. Um, and, and it's just the amount of acidity and... And I would have thought from Friuli we'd have a lot more acidity. I don't find a lot of acidity in this. In this. It's drinkable. That being said, it's a wine called Sun Goddess. So I'm, I'm imagining something that tastes warm, that tastes like the sun, right? I, I guess if that's what you're going for. But I think if you're looking you know, to do a, um, a Sauvignon Blanc, you'd like to keep 
some really good acidity. This is just this is a warm climate, uh, so blanc. I don't. Uh, I think in a cool climate, which is really odd. Your palate might be a little warped, though. Like I think the acid's balanced. Is it as crisp as what we get from Niagara with Sauvignon Blanc? No. Is it as flabby as some California Sauvignon Blanc? Also, no. It's it sits somewhere in the middle. But for you, Lee, I would expect. I don't know why. I, I expect more acidity. More now. Here's here's another this question. It's like a uh, uh, you know, if we didn't know this is so long from fruity, I, I would have thought this would have been a local grape from there. Correct. Oh, yeah. interesting. Right? Like an Arnese or yeah, something, uh, you know, something you can't identify necessarily right off, and it's like, oh yeah, that shares a number of. Now, well, uh, well, Dave retries the Sauv Blanc. I'm uh, I'm going to crack open the second bottle that that came out, which is also Sun Goddess, which is uh, Pinot Grigio Ramato, which I I understand just means that it has a little bit of of pink color to it. Some call it pink. Some call it, uh, or Romato, I believe that's what it is. So this wasn't included in your Rosé report? Uh, not this one, no. Would you include it in your Rosé report? I have uh, a, a few um, Italian, no, I had two Italians that called themselves Oh, pink. that is a nice color. And I had, um, and I had a couple from Ontario that told me they were Rosés, such as the Mary Nissen. Which was a skin fermented, but they were marketing it as rose. So, oh, okay, this has some intensity on the nose. So, I'm I'm really excited by what Italy is doing with uh, Pinot Grigio as far as um, creating, uh, keeping that skin tone like you did in your Pinot Grigio. Gris, uh, but um, uh, but I, I, I like what they are they are doing with it because they are creating a, another wine category for themselves and not stripping out the flavors that you get in Pinot Grigio when it's white. When you keep it with a little bit of that, this is more coppery than it is than it is pink. Um, but there's usually some intensity on the nose, as you mentioned. For some reason, I'm less critical of this wine than that soap blanc. Right. This, this, but this is giving me this is giving me enough intensity where it's just like, you know, this is lovely. I'll take this over that. As as a, I I like Mary J. Blige. I'm not going to rush and buy this wine because I'm that much of a fan of Mary J. Blige. So as a wine lover, if I were to buy this for someone who's a super fan of Mary J. Blige, I could be like, hey, you know that singer that you really like, you know, check this out. Yeah. I guess just to share the love of wine with that um, this is interesting. But I, I like this. I like Bru- because bruisey apple. We got that nice. We got yeah. that nice color to it, which Cider. means they haven't. They haven't cidery. Yeah, they haven't stripped out that color, which also you know they haven't stripped out the flavor. And the acids there too, mm-hmm. more than the Sauvignon Blanc. This is a winner. That's that's a very good bottle of wine. I'd be I'm happy with that one. And I, and as I said, the more. The more of those Pinot Grigios that I try that have the pink from Italy, I'm not talking about Ontario or anywhere else, that the Italians are finally embracing the color of Pinot Grigio and not trying to get rid of it. Uh, this becomes a wine style that I am very, very happy with. So we're giving Mary J. Blige a, a pass, or is it like a B because we weren't crazy about the Sauvignon Blanc? Like, what's going on? I, it's like a 50-50 thing here, right? So the Sauvignon Blanc... But we, Sauvignon Blanc we, could be vintage too because it wasn't terrible. None of us spit it out. No, none, none no, of us threw the bottle across the room. Sure. But I mean, it's it's drinkable. 
Uh, I don't think any. I don't think anybody's. As you said, nobody spat it out. You know, on besides on purpose. Like nobody said, "Oh, that's just horrific. I can't drink that." We drank, and and Dave went back for a second glass. I'm not sure why. He needed, he needed to make sure. Yeah, he needed to make sure he liked it. But I would, I would gladly have a second glass of that um, of that. Pinot you know, Grigio, Grigio. Yeah. great. And um, I, and I don't know if you if you learned the price of these at all. So, no. Okay. Um. But I, I think they're my, sitting around. You know what? Let, let, let's see what's in the LCBO app. Um, my the, guess would be twenty-five, just because it's got Mary Day Blige's name on it. I hope they're not that much. I would. I would hope that she would keep it at twenty bucks. You know, because that would be really nice for her fans. Uh, Fourteen ninety-five would be even better. <laughs> I think we're looking at twenty bucks. I think about it. Mir- Miraval. Miraval's twenty-five bucks a bottle. I think it might even be thirty bucks a bottle now. Sarah Jessica Parker's was twenty bucks 20, a bottle. Like twenty two, but but it was a worth it twenty two. Okay, I mean, I mean but, we're talking about New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, and you know, even Kim Crawford, I think, pushes twenty bucks a bottle regularly. So, yeah, that Pinot Grigio is is quite lovely. Uh, have any of you guys not as good as yours, Dave? I do have to say that, but it is. Uh, uh, have any of you guys uh, thought about the Post Malone rosé that apparently caused like a media a media frenzy this year? I, I I'll be honest with you. And here's where I guess I show my my age. I don't know who Post Malone is. Okay, then, Dave. That makes two of us. Yeah. Okay. There you go. It, it's interesting. I saw him on the Sports Network talking, and I was like, "Who is you this idiot?" Had me the so, so many votes. So the Pinot Grigio is that, not in the LCBO app. Um, Post Malone's a fellow with a lot of tattoos, face tattoos. Yeah, I got that. But what is he famous for? If you're he's, famous, a, he's, he's, he's a musician. Um, I think oh, okay. the most well-known song for me is he sings one of the songs from the soundtrack of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, where if you haven't seen that movie, it's an animated movie, so cartoons aren't your thing, don't do it, but it's a really good movie. Um, but apparently people were lined up outside the LCBO to snag it when it went on sale. He had merch, he had t-shirts. I have no idea how involved he was in the winemaking, but... Dave, I, I tend to agree with you. If you're going to lend your name to something, you should... you got to be part of the song. Be part, part of, it. of it, stand behind it, and make sure that you, you know, kind of give a crap about it. But, yeah, I would you know, if you're famous for having tattoos, that really is not the... I don't, I no, he's famous for music. I got it, but, you know, it sounds like the first thing you said was he had a lot of tattoos. Well, I mean, that's... He a, didn't say music. He said he's famous for having a lot of tattoos, and then you said music, which means he's probably famous more for having more tattoos than, than music. That's $20.95 $20 for the Pinot Grigio. Good call. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, that's an all right one. And Sauvignon Blanc. As Andre checks his app. Twenty one ten. For some reason, it's yeah, 15 cents more. Wow, that's weird. That's <laughs> weird. So, yeah, the Grigio uh, is the winner for me. Uh, the Sauvignon Blanc, not so much. Not where... Uh, I wouldn't drink it, but I wouldn't buy it. Let's go there. If you I bought a that. bottle, then, uh, then I, I, I would, would actually buy a bottle of the Pinot Grigio. I would, yeah, at that price, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good wine, so that's where I would go. Dave, your decision on the? I don't know why. I'm just more critical of the of the Sylvia. I, I, I don't I don't know why. That, that, that's more a reflection of my, you know, I, I can. I, I'm just more critical. I, I'm more familiar with it. Um, I, I know regionality of it. You know, Pinot Gris, just great to see the color, as you suggest. Uh, you know, why wouldn't you reflect the skin in the in the wine in the first place? Um, if we could get gourds this color, yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's my goal in life. But 
All right, and if you're listening to this podcast and you represent Mr. Tom Cochran, uh, send us a note, two guys talking wine at gmail.com. We'll connect you with Dave from Featherstone just because I want to hear that conversation take place to see when someone proposes the red tail Merlot becomes red rider Merlot for a yeah, vintage. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. That's a great point. And, and you know, he, I, I can see him coming out for a little harvest, you know. Why not? It's, it's the big leagues, baby. Oh, my God. I'm Andre Prue from underwinerview.ca. Check us out on Patreon. We appreciate the support. I am putting the wheels back on this thing. Thank you. Uh, Michael, take us away. I'm Michael Pincus of MichaelPincusWineReview.com. That was almost bad enough to deserve a a portion of the swear jar, dude. I was trying to think of yet another song, but I I can't, so I'm not going to do it. Um, You can find me on social media as The Grape Guy or Michael Pincus. And um, I guess... uh, yeah, I'm totally You're out of running out of gas. Totally out of song. I, I had his greatest hits at one point. <laughs> just just but... say goodnight. All right. Good night. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes. Two Guys Talking Wine is produced by Jim Ray, Adam Duran, and Ken Little.